consoles that you could rent, and I would rent to the Nintendo 64 sometimes. And because I never played 64, I would pretty much just get, like, Super Mario 64 and then, like, a Pokemon Stadium game, because I'm like, I know these franchises and I like them. Yeah. And, um, you know, you never actually beat a game when you rent it. And I did not understand how Pokemon Stadium worked. It's basically just minigames. It's minigames, then you can do the battles. Yeah. Yeah. It it wouldn't have made any sense. Um, Let me just interrupt you really quick here. Hi, I'm Hi, Keenan. I'm Derek. Uh, this is True Neutral. True Neutral! Uh, it's been another week, and uh, yeah, when, but when I was a kid, I loved having the Game Boy accessories. I, yeah, I loved no. having, like, the, yeah, it was so cool, because, like, alright, so for me, the first time I got, like, a full, ex- I had a couple of, like, little things for my Game Boy Color. Yeah. Like, but uh, the first time I got a full accessories pack was for my Game Boy Advance. Okay, and, yeah. And, like, I had the magnifying screen... I had the comfort grip on the back. I had the <laughs> light that w- attached to my magnet screen through yeah. like various connections that was already attached to my Game Boy. Yeah, and like yeah, with that shit, uh, not only did I feel badass, but the screen looked awesome, and I could play at night. And that was like that was before the SP's backlight came in. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I had an SP, so I got the backlight. Yeah, I, I eventually got an SP, but like. I, I'm lucky in that I got a bunch of gaming stuff and, like, consistently had games to play. Yeah. But I, I often did get them, like, a year or two after they came out. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, everybody's walking around with their SPs and their backlights, and I'm like, check out my sweet, or my sweet advance. Yeah, right. Got, got all my fucking little It's all decked things. out. Yeah. It's way more comfortable than yours. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, those little laptops were not comfortable to hold. No, they weren't. And somehow, I, I actually uh, had one in my backpack, and it, it while closed, the screen broke. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, they they weren't, like, fully protected, folded up, either. Uh, no. Yeah, they had some of the flimsiest shoulder buttons in video oh, gaming history. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those shoulder buttons just were begging to fall off of those things. Yeah, it, I... Had a hard time not like picking at them like a scab. Uh huh. Right, because they stuck out a little bit and they yeah. jiggled. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I remember playing a Tony Hawk game on my Game Boy Advance oh, SP, yeah. and that game was so fun on the SP. And I don't know why, but a Tony Hawk game just really lent itself to it's, being on a Game Boy. Yeah, it's it's the arcadey nature, the button mashy like of of just skating. There was also a Sims game I had, uh, Sims the Herbs. <laughs> and like the Suburbs? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it was, like, the only Sims game I've ever played that had, like, a, a vague storyline to it because it was a Game Boy game. Right. And it yeah, still... You pl- can't contain an open world. Yeah. And so, like, it still played like a Sims game. You still had to keep all your stats up and everything. Mm-hmm. And you had to go, like, you could walk around town and you had to go to, like, your job... And go make money so that you could take care of, like, it was all sim stuff, but you had, like, a a mission set list that you had to do, and there was, like, a storyline that you were advancing along the way as well, which was pretty crazy. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's an interesting game. If you're into that kind of thing, it was fun. I thought it was fun. Nice. Find that ROM if you want it. Uh, I I was... uh... That's the herbs, spelled with a Z. Oh, I would not have spelled that right. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. 
for all I, the people who are definitely going to look this up. Yeah, well, I suggest you do. It's a good game. Uh, I remember uh, you brought Tony Hawk on the Game Boy, and I those were fine. Like as like a substitute, but I was so into like the regular Tony Hawk games that <clears> I was. Oh yeah, it, if you it just had, felt like such a downgrade. If you could play like thug instead of that yeah. then do that yeah. for sure but if you're on a long car trip or something yeah, then you no, can't exactly. play games fucking bust out that tony hawk let's fucking go yeah i um uh, i had matt hoffman's pro bmx oh for my game boy advance that's crazy how was that it was a lot of fun all I, right i didn't have a biking game like that for my consoles yeah so it was something different and i didn't have like a like a basis for comparison except for tony hawk and because it was bike i was able to separate that i think yeah yeah i remember bike different from skateboard not sport not <laughs> arcade not button mashy trick game no right i remember the i think the first bmx uh like trick game like tony hawk-esque game that i played was uh the original dave mira oh yeah uh for the playstation yeah and i was never as big it a fan might have been dave mira's pro bmx yeah i know matt hoffman and dave mira both had games yeah it might have been dave mira's though i honestly can't that looks brighter on the th- i don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was one of the popular bikers had a game in yeah. on in the early 2000s in on in on in on mm-hmm. um do you, you know the matt hoffman games actually stopped being made because of bmx triple x no yeah so originally after the first couple of matt hoffman games they producers or whatever wanted to make like an edgier game like a racier game right okay and so they were originally going with like the matt hoffman uh game series and this obviously they decided they weren't going to put matt hoffman's name on it or he said he didn't want his name put on it mm-hmm. um because bmx triple x is uh, a biking game it's a bmx trick game right um but all the writers are topless females all of them all of them Oh. Uh, it's a fully uncensored game that came... It, this game came out. This okay. is a game that you could go rent it in a rental store. Right, right. Like, I remember Rated looking at it... Mature, I'm sure. Yeah, but I remember looking at it on the shelf. Like, it was it was on the shelf at the rental store when I was a kid. That's <clears> nuts. <throat> and, um... It was literally just that, and it came out, and it got uh, terrible reviews, obviously. I, would, I mean, um, I hope so. Parents were very upset. Yes. And, um, yeah, after that, Matt Hoffman games just, like, stopped coming out because he had been loosely associated with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and you you just don't want to. You don't want to be. It's like, even if he backed out early on in the process, apparently there's just no forgiveness for for other people coming up with an idea. (laughs) It it depends on your level of involvement. I'm guessing if, if he stopped making like anything after that and didn't even like produce stuff i'm guessing he had either more involvement or really really wanted to step away after that controversy yeah because because it seems weird that he'd step all the way away yeah i think that was also i think that was alkaline entertainment and they made like a bunch of games like a bunch of games that were pretty like famous games if i remember right that's really funny actually that they would just do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it put them out of business. Or at least it stopped them from being so mainstream. 
Yeah. Yeah, it would. <laughs> I, I would assume. Uh, uh, was your week? Um, you know, it's been a week. But Not too bad. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe a little over a week even. I don't know exactly. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm honestly You will not never sure know. Either. Uh don't know <clears throat> what weeks are anymore. I keep noticing time going by because people ask me why haven't I done that thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not really a good way to measure time. Yeah. It's actually... Um, getting people frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's funny that I'm frustrating people. I just think the way I worded that was funny. Just in case any of the people I'm frustrating listen. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. I, uh, I just don't notice the time anymore. The days go by like, uh, like, uh, like, like teardrops on a waterfall. Mm-hmm. That's that's just that's the flow, man. Yeah, it's just how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and then then it's next week, and the, and people are like, "Hey, have you done that thing? You should have done." I'm like, "No, I didn't." And they're like, "Why didn't you do that?" Well, because I didn't know. That it was already time to do another thing. <laughs> um, days go by and I don't notice them. I just don't notice that the day is gone. Yeah, I know how that is. <laughs> I don't... I don't really like it. It's kind of blinking around existence. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like I, I accidentally teleport sometimes. Like you own the click remote and yeah. you didn't know it. Yeah, and I just fast-forwarded through a couple of things I just didn't realize that I had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now it's just forever I don't notice some days go by. <laughs> so, my week's been fine. <laughs> I think. No, it's been, it's been fairly good. It's been a fairly good week. Um, doing some rebuilding at home and doing some construction work as well you know just just doing just doing things hell yeah getting new things that's always good getting things right i think i think we're getting things right that's good yeah so i i have plans for the studio hopefully we'll have even when we have these mics now yeah, uh, I hope the sound quality is notable in t- t- to some people. If it's not, that's <laughs> fine. It looks cooler. <laughs> we like it more. It's yeah. more aesthetically pleasing for us. It's fun. We just we just changed it up even more. So now I I have my pop filter. Pop 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 pop. <laughs> like that. I guess that was necessary. It wasn't. <laughs> it was not at all. Um, but I've got that and and the mic. And no fluffy thing around the mic head, and Derek just has his mic head, and no, and the fluffy thing, and no, no pop, pop, pop filter. Yeah, pop, pop. That's got to sound great for headphone listeners. I hope so. <laughs> All I want to do is deliver you quality content. No, that's that's worse. <laughs> that's just worse. You see how that's worse, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah. Do you have any news? I um, I I looked some fun things up about BC Rich just because I was curious. Okay. Um. Well, because I watch a lot of. I've been watching a lot more guitar YouTube. Yeah. It's like all of my algorithm now. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that like new BC Riches aren't getting reviewed. Like a couple years ago, they got reviewed like when they got released, and there wasn't just like. There was a couple of videos about NAM this year, which is the music people's North American music. It's the it's the business music convention for guitar people, basically. Okay. Okay. Uh, but there was just wasn't much news from BC Rich for that, I guess, because a couple of people made videos about their specific lack of new stuff and like all that. Well, according to a recent recent January article, I read that uh, it, they just have laid off a bunch of people very recently and failed to follow through on uh, more than one purchase order. Oh, damn. Which just means that their sales have not been high enough to, you know... Make things? Make, make the sales of that purchase order, or they just haven't had the money to actually pay for it to make the sales. Yeah. Either way, they have not paid for the guitars that they, you know, said they would. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I don't think those guitars have been, like, delivered or anything. They just, like, don't get them. Yeah. Now. Damn. And they laid off, like, a bunch of people really close to that news. That's sad. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want BC Rich from BC Rich... Uh, you could probably buy the company right now. Just, you know, make a bid. Yeah. It makes me want to stock up on more of them, though. I know, that's what I was I was going to say. If you, uh, if you want BC Rich stuff from BC Rich, now would be the time. Because after this, you're going to... I think they're either going to shut down or somebody else is going to buy them. It would be cool if somebody, like, cool bought them and just made them good. Yeah. But, but like... Plan at, for the worse. Yeah, right now, it's just like... <laughs> I don't know. It it doesn't look great. It does not look great for the company as a whole right now. No, no. That's very sad. And I need to go get about ten more guitars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We do have three Warlocks in here, right? Three? Three. Well, two and a Virgo. Yeah, the Virgo. I mean... It's a different body shape. Yeah. That counts as a different... Guitar. Different type of guitar. Yeah. It's it's a similar body shape, but it is slightly different. It's, yeah, it's got the more rounded bottom. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's more even. Yeah. The Warlock's got the Strat kind of style, but the the Virgo's totally even. Mm-hmm. Symmetrical. Symmetrical. Yes. Yes. Um, there, there was other news... Uh, oh yeah, Yeezy pissed off Ozzy. Oh yeah, that's right, Yeezy pissed off Ozzy. I shared that shit on Facebook. Like like a good old man. (laughs) I'm doing my part. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he he tried to get a sample of Iron Man, asked to use it. Yeah, uh, specifically the 1983 life performance of Iron Man. Yeah, and uh, he was told no. Yeah. He was told no, and then he did it for his, like, uh private listening party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ozzy right. said... Ozzy came out and said that he told him no because he's an anti-Semite that has hurt countless people across the world and told yeah. him no, and he did it anyways. And Ozzy's pissed. 
<laughs> For real. And uh, look, it doesn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna be totally honest, and this might be a hot take. If you're a big Aussie fan, look out, as I love Aussie too. But Ozzy Osbourne being mad at you doesn't really mean a lot. No. But you are messing with Ozzy Osbourne's business, which means Sharon Osbourne is going to be mad at you, and you should fucking shiver in your goddamn boots. That woman is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that that woman is the king of the music business. Yeah. There's just... I, I will see no argument here. Like, if that woman wanted rights to anything, she could get them. I believe mm-hmm. that wholeheartedly. I think, like... And what makes Ozzy mad makes Sharon mad. Not all the time. <laughs> not all the, That's just not... That's just... <laughs> Sharon's a very reasonable person. Very rational person. And Ozzy is not always. Sharon is... Ir- Sharon will get... Ira- seem irrationally mad, but she just has to. <laughs> she just has to and she's done it right her whole life she's gotten the things like I don't think she's necessarily the best person mm-hmm. and I wouldn't defend her morally but as far as being in the music business and keeping track of your shit mm-hmm. she is king so I just fucking with Ozzy's rights is whew, <laughs> that's a scary prospect you are poking a dragon in the balls with that one my friend <laughs> A very old dragon. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really funny. It is really funny. I really hope that they do something. I don't know if they actually can do anything for a private listening party. I think it was just more for Ozzy to like, hey, I did not approve of that. Anybody who happened to hear that Mm -hmm. or anybody who hears about that. Yeah. Like, I didn't approve of that. But I, I I don't think they can take, like, legal action as far as him using it in a private listening party. Mm hmm. That yeah maybe. Only it would it, if he made money off the track in any way it would be different, but it does seem to be that it was a private listening party for like upscale celebrity like guests, and so while it's wrong and shouldn't have been done, it is also not technically illegal because it was a private track not for profit. Okay, interesting. Like. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that that would be the argument there, I assume. But I that once again I'm guessing that he put that statement out there to be like, Hey, I really don't want I just don't want anybody to think for a second that I approved anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um I have one more piece of news here. One more news. One more news. So Here's the earth. <laughs> Round. <laughs> so, uh, an Idaho Republican re- representative... We live near there. Uh, named Her name's Heather Scott. As uh, a gone and she, she's addressing one of the, the biggest issues we have right now. Also one of my favorite topics of all time. Can you guess what that topic might be, Keenan? Look, I have a, I'm going to be honest, I have a couple guesses, but I'm not entirely sure, so I'll let you, I'll let you tell us. It's cannibalism! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I had something in my hand, but I've been clapping. So, um, on February 8th, 
she went before a bunch of the other lawmakers and proposed uh, extending Idaho's already existing law around cannibalism to make it illegal for someone to, quote, willfully feed the flesh or blood of a human to someone else without their knowledge or consent. That's not illegal right now? Um, well, we'll get to that. (laughs) No, uh, to extend the law. Oh, okay. So not to make, like, uh, a part of the law that is not there, but to extend the law's lifespan. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. See, I heard extend the law, and I thought you meant expand upon the law's wording. Yeah. But no, extend the law's lifespan. That makes more sense. Um, it doesn't so, actually, because that shouldn't have a timeline. The The reason this has been brought up is because uh, she's <coughs> she's been scared by a few things that she saw recently um, uh, concerning human composting and uh, some reality TV show. <laughs> um, I am so glad the media works. So, human composting is the idea of, instead of burying people in a box or cremating them or whatever, you just bury just their body in the dirt, and yeah. it, they decompose and rot like any other animal secret would. garden, but not secret. Yeah, yeah. They decompose, and it makes the... Spoilers, sorry. Makes the dirt good again, because that's what rotting bodies do. They're good for the soil. Secret window? Maybe. Secret window sounds right. The Johnny Depp movie? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Secret window. Yeah. Secret window, but um, not secret. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but, but this idea of human composting um, apparently freaks her out, and she's concerned that uh, if... <laughs> If we do human composting, then there will be parts of people in the dirt, and then when we eat the food made from the dirt, we will be eating the people. I'm really glad she understands science. <laughs> I'm really glad about that, and I'm I'm glad that people also wouldn't take that into consideration when doing human composting. <laughs> Wouldn't think about where that was going to happen or what possible contaminants. Or even if maybe we are um, doing a process to the body to not contaminate the earth before we do that. There's lots of things that so, could go into that. I, so, What a moron, after, actually. I just can't anymore. Heather Scott, what? After expressing dumb, dumb, all of dumb this, thought. I don't she think then, you're a dumb person. I don't know you, but that's dumb. Well, a- after expressing <laughs> all this, she then went on to say... That um, she watched a, a show on TV where uh, these people fed other people human flesh, right? Okay. What what does she name the show? Um, it's not said here what the name of the show is, but um, it does say that according to the local media, it's it's just a prank show. It's one of those like punked style prank shows. And the, I love the article here. I love the article here because the last line of the, that paragraph talking about it is it's unclear whether she actually got the joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I uh, Heather, Heather Scott, right? Yeah. Just just some kind words of advice you're never ever going to hear. Um if you get your knowledge from television, don't say out loud that it's from television. And say you heard it somewhere. That's just just a friendly word of advice. She has since then apparently 
kind of tripled down on this and has now... I didn't look up the tweet, so I don't know what it says, but apparently she also put out a tweet recently uh, linking Satanists to whatever cannibalism she thinks is happening. Heather Scott's really afraid of people eating people. Yes. Um, so um, She should listen to our podcast. As for uh, the laws that you were talking about, um, cannibalism, yes, you're right. It is illegal in Idaho. Right. Interestingly enough, Idaho's the only state where cannibalism's illegal. (laughs) 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 What? Yep. Um, All other states only have laws referencing the desecration of a corpse. Okay. Okay, so with consent, cannibalism is legal. In every state except for Idaho, yes. It wouldn't be desecration if it was consenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in any other state, you can put in your will, I guess, hey, if people want to eat me when I die, they can. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) All right, so I've thought about this for a long time. My ideal, like... Like, death ceremony is to just be shot in a capsule into space. Okay. Just... That sounds expensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, whole-bodied, not not ashes, not a piece of me, just my whole fucking body, shoot me into space. All right. Maybe put, like, a tracker on it, you know, something that sends back a location every five years or something. Just... So, if anybody's paying attention, they can see where I'm at. Yeah. But, like, other than that, just... Shoot me into space. That's pretty neat. <laughs> that, that would be ideal. But if I can't do that, I want every part of me used. <laughs> I want I want people to eat what they can. I want my bones to be made into parts of things. <laughs> I've seen an instrument that was a liar made from a human skull. Yeah, if, I could have, if I could know that that was going to happen to my skull, I would die happy. Right? Like, I want my body parts used for things like uh guitar nuts the the for people who don't know guitar the part that holds the string on the top of the neck yep those are often made from bone use my bones for guitar nuts (laughs) yeah yeah that'd be sick grind up my teeth for anything they could be used for I don't know. Make a necklace out of them. Glue, maybe? Like hooves? Yeah! <laughs> use, my, use my teeth for glue. <laughs> Tooth glue. That's made my teeth feel funny. <laughs> do it! Do it! I, like, I just want... I want my body parts used for stuff. Play catch with my brain! <laughs> Sounds gooshy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe somebody um, maybe you could take my brain out as a whole with the sack thing still around it and do the egg toss thing where you try not to break it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun, right? <laughs> I, why is Idaho the only state where cannibalism is illegal? <laughs> no, that that doesn't make any sense to me because people like her are afraid. Yeah, she's really afraid. Apparently, she's really afraid of cannibalism and Satanists. Yeah, and um. Just a, one more piece of friendly advice there, Heather. Uh, if you do reference a TV show, make sure you know the plot, outline, and ending, and you can name the show and why you think that is a reasonable cause, if you're going to name the television show that you are claiming your knowledge from. But once again, if you're getting your knowledge from a television show and you're not 100% sure that that is a documentary based on fact, then... Uh, 
Don't say it's from TV. Yeah. Don't prank shows usually have, like, laugh tracks thrown in or something? A lot of times they'll have laugh tracks, but if they don't, it's, like, a really obvious, like, like, we're giving you time to laugh editing. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's really hard to mistake a prank show for anything but what it is. No, and, like, even, even, like, a convincing prank is still, like, usually pretty obviously staged to some degree, and if it's not obviously staged, it's staged like, right after the fact, you can tell. Yeah. Like, it's the initial shock of the prank. The rest of it doesn't really look realistic. Yeah, yeah. So, I... I mean, you go back and you watch episodes of Punked now, and you're just like, what? Wow, Zach Raff, you're mean. <laughs> yeah! That's <laughs> <laughs> what everyone thinks of every time. <laughs> that's, that's, I cannot help it. He's so mean in that episode. I watched that, like, as a kid, and, like... Whoa, he did not react well at all. <laughs> Everyone else has kind of a sense of humor about it, but he just, he was ready to punch a child. Right? I mean, like, you would think being a celebrity in that era, you'd be like, man, I've hit a certain level of fame. Ashton's coming for me, and I know it. <laughs> like, like, and that's just a mindset you had to go into life with if you were a celebrity <laughs> in that era. Like, Ashton will find me. He will prank me. There's just a solid chance I'm getting punked today. Yeah. <laughs> At any given moment. My home might not be safe. My work, definitely not safe. I don't even trust the grocery store anymore. Like, what the... This is before you could just have people deliver shit to you, which would almost be worse if Ashton Kutcher was trying to prank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, he'd prank you with a delivery truck. <laughs> yeah, like... There's no escaping Ashton just Kutcher. Just run an armored drone through your window. Here's your package! He should bring Punked back, like, now. He shouldn't really do anything right now. He's not really viewed favorably. Oh, moment. yeah, yeah, after the whole... Uh, hide thing. Hide thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, it yeah it just doesn't. He he made himself look real bad. Him and him and Jackie did. <laughs> yeah, and it sucks because they had done a lot of apparent good for a, mm-hmm. a lot of years, but wow, they seem closely tied with Scientology in a negative way. <laughs> Fuck you, Scientology. Seems like maybe a lot of celebrities have that happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck you, Scientology. I just want to say that clearly. Yeah, uh, yeah, concisely. directly into the microphone as yeah. as clearly as possible. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. You're gross. My zetan levels are off the fucking charts. <laughs> I was the chosen one. <laughs> Went to the dark side. I am Elron. <laughs> I have come back. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like really nice in here. <laughs> so cozy. Oh God, Elron Hubbard was a science fiction writer, guys. Yeah. 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 Anyway, oh, what else are we talking about today? Oh, um, wait. Speaking of cannibalism, I watched a movie. And I didn't really do much else recently. Okay. So, um, and I watched uh, The Society of the Snow. Okay. Which is the story of that uh, Uruguayan. They said it differently than I have ever been saying it, and they're all from Uruguay. So I'm trying to say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but that they were a, a rugby team that crashed in the mountains. Oh, I think I have heard of this. Yeah, it, it, they came, like the story, they, not the movie. Yeah, they did the they did a movie a few years ago, and it was called Alive. And uh, I think that was what the book was called as well. All right, but this is like an updated version where a bunch of the people from the actual events like contributed their knowledge. And oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, they did a full recreation of the crash, and it's a full fucking thing, man. It's a really intense movie, and it's the one thing I will say if you are interested is that it is dubbed. Okay. Um, it looks like it was all filmed in. Um, I don't know what the national language of Uruguay is. I have no idea. I would guess Portuguese, but that's just kind of a general guess for South America. (laughs) I don't know. No, all right. Uh, But yeah, it was all it was all um, filmed in their native language, and the yeah obviously dubbed over in English. Mm -hmm. So some some of it just looks a little weird. And some of the dramatic tension is a little lost when you see just the the lips don't line up to what they're saying, and you're yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I watched Bruce Lee when I was a kid. I know. Yeah, but it's a really, really good movie. Like, yeah. And wow, what a traumatic time! <laughs> like, yeah, just plane crash, man. Plane yeah. crash in snowy mountains, and the worst bit is like, because they're in South America. And so, they're flying from a fairly warm place to another fairly warm place. Yeah. And they crash in the snowy mountains. Just like, I wasn't really prepared for that. Right. (laughs) They were there for like three months. Jesus. Yeah. Huh. Lots of cannibalism going on in that one. Yeah. It's it's real brutal. Like, they don't show a lot. As far mm-hmm. as, like, gore or anything, it's not about that, obviously. Yeah, it, it's no Green Inferno. No, it's it's about the surviving. It, mm-hmm. it, they really make a big big deal, like a, like a properly big deal about, like, the survival aspect as opposed to what has to be done. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, they, they emphasize what has to be done to survive, but they really focus on the surviving yeah. and the survivors as opposed to the things. Which is good. Yeah. I, I find a lot of survival tales will focus on the horrible things a little too much. Like, it's, uh... Like, you, you're just watching for the horrible things. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I think those people really miss the point of the survival stories, which is the hope that's always there. Yeah. It's it's having the hope and knowing that you're gonna get out. It's it's having the, the desire to survive. And when we just focus on, like the horrible things you have to do to survive and, like, take many, many shots and many, many angles of these horrible things you have to do to survive. Yeah. It's like, I... What what part of this story do you actually like? Well, I mean, <laughs> th- there are some stories that are just kind of... Lit- it's like no one watched, what the fuck ever it was called, 124 Hours or whatever, to... You know, everyone just wanted to watch it to watch James Franco cut his arm off at the end of the movie. Like, that's all they wanted. Uh, no, it's like... On, <laughs> that's for the suffering. It's the suffering. It's the suffering and the, the the grim hope of survival. It's knowing that you have to and getting through it. It's not just him chopping off his... That's the point. That's why you sit with him for the whole movie with him under a fucking rock. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Okay. I, I was not interested in that movie. Well, yeah, that's, that's the point is the survival. It's always the survival. As yeah. if, if the point of the survival is lost, then you've lost the point. That's... 
if you're focusing on it, the the things, it's it's like it's torture porn. You're just watching torture porn in a different setting. Yeah, that's why I just watch Saw instead. Yeah, and it's fine to watch torture porn and make torture porn, but don't make torture porn about survival. That's weird. <laughs> that's, that's weird. You're you're just I feel like you're just in denial at that point. <laughs> just go make a horror movie, buddy. I, I, but this this was not that. It yeah. really did a good job of like focusing on the survivors, focusing on the just the coming together of the team because they were like a a rugby team, like they were. The captain led all, them for a lot of the time. Like you know, the captain of the team was in charge in the survival situation. It was it was it was a really cool dynamic, and the the. The way they had to survive in the cold was really interesting, and like the things they did to do that, yeah. Was like, wow, I I would not have done that. <laughs> really, I probably would have died. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I big recommend to that. And there's a behind the scenes uh, documentary that's about as long as the the movie, mm-hmm. and I'm really interested in looking forward or really interested in watching that but it is uh subbed so i'm gonna have to do that when i can actually watch it and pay attention yeah makes sense yeah that's society of the south solid nine out of ten hell yeah yeah fucking a yes yeah. sounds good yeah uh what you got to talk about uh that's a good question i honestly i haven't been doing very much i haven't really been playing a lot of video games in my spare time lately i i mean when i'm over at my parents house i'm, I'm playing lots of tekken 7 as always oh I, yeah I, I can always talk about tekken i guess i love <laughs> that game <laughs> I, I just i gotta shout it out every time you bring up tekken because yoshimitsu's my man yeah yeah yoshimitsu's the guy the i've thing. been I, i'm back to maining lily okay and uh I've been doing quite a bit better, because I think I've talked about it before, but Ian and I play so much that most of the time we'll just both pick random, right? because we're just like, why not? But um, with Tekken 8 coming out, and Ian's been really wanting to try to get a PS5 so he can get Tekken 8, right? Um, so we've been like going through and... Now that we know the roster that's out for this, the main game, we're just, like, picked two people that will be in the main roster of the next game, so oh, that when yeah. we get it, we kind of go into it with... Because there's a lot of new shit that is with Tekken 8. It, like, they, they have a, a, a lot of new uh, systems in the fighting that is... I don't know. A lot of it's technical mumbo-jumbo that Ian knows and just right. spits out at me, and I, like, vaguely understand it, because I don't play the same way he does keyframes and the like yeah keyframes and he knows all the combos and all the the technical terms and i'm just like hit button do good uh, <laughs> i know sometimes that if i do down left square it go- good yeah it good like and i'm just really good at like reading the situation and yeah. like i'm a very reactive player yeah um and so yeah i just i i have uh it, it's Button mashing, but it's uh, it's educated button educated mashing. button mashing and yeah. and good reflexes and reactive timing making me a semi decent player. Yeah, <laughs> but like I, I, that's like when I say button mashing for Tony Hawk, like I I may look and act like I'm button mashing, but I can also get like two million points in a combo without flinching. Yeah, like I I 
know what I'm doing. It just feels and looks like button mashing because I do it so much. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, but yeah, um, been playing a lot more Lily, and I've been getting quite a bit better. I've been winning quite a few more matches than I normally had been, so I'm like, cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've got Soul Calibur Six on my PlayStation, and I should play that. Yeah, fighting games are good. And Soul Calibur is one of the better ones, in my opinion. Yeah, the only fighting game I've really stuck with the past few years has been Injustice 2. Okay. I, I leveled up Green Arrow without any, like, uh, add-ons or bonuses to level to, to his max level. Damn. So, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a few of them up to, like, 10 or 15, but, yeah, Green Arrow's at 30. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hardcore. Yeah, you can, you can, you can buy, like, level-ups, and once your, le- your characters are at a certain level, you can, like, pay to, like, match oh. a different character to that level. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just, I, that's why I was saying, I, like, I didn't, I just didn't use anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just raw-dogged it all the way up to 30. <laughs> I'm doing that with everybody that I feel like a leveling up. Hell yeah. Yeah. But that's just when I get in a fighting mood game. Right. Fighting game mood. Fighting mood game. I wish a lot of times that I had a decent racing game. Because that's one of the, like, I have Mario Kart now, which is fun. Yeah. But it's not like a Gran Turismo game. No. Or like, uh, one of the old Need for Speeds or something. Like, sometimes no. I want just that feel of, like, a, a, a nice racing game like yeah. that, you know? I, I'll, I miss... I miss Need for Speed Underground 1 and 2, and also Most Wanted. Those games were all really good, and, like, the, it was it was good because the races were fun, the open world was interesting and fun where it was there, and the, the upgrade system was, like, it was pretty straightforward, but also it was there, mm-hmm. and then you could also customize your cars separately and do all the things, and, like... Apparently they're doing a full remake of the original Most Wanted right now. That would be fantastic. I will spend I'll spend eighty bucks on that. Yeah. Like, I I would drop money on that. Oh, Final Fantasy Rebirth, the second part of the the seven remake comes oh. out on the twenty ninth of this month, on the day of leap year. And that tracks for a Final Fantasy game. I bet they've had it ready for, like, six months. Yeah, they're probably like, oh, it's Leap Year next year? We're just going to wait and drop it on February 29th, because how cool is that? Yeah, we can only celebrate the anniversary every four years. Right. That's cool. Um, I really fucking want it. I'm sure they're going to make a PS4 version of it. They have to, because... They made the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake was PS4 and PS5, so I think this one will also be PS4 and PS5. It would not make any sense. That would that would that would not be worth the angry letters they'd get. Yeah. Well, I think letters. Tekken Eight's only Tech or PS5, well, which right, is why we don't they have didn't, it. They didn't do Tekken Seven Part One and then Tekken Seven Part Two only PS5. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that, that's that's where it'd be a fucked up thing to do. This, mm-hmm. this is a sequel, but like. Spider-Man 2 is only on PS5. Yeah. Fuckers. I know. <laughs> God damn it. God of War? Yeah, I can't play the new God of War. Don't yeah. have a PS5. Don't have a PS5. Can't touch it. Can't uh, even think about it. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I would be all over that shit. Yeah. That's... Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, I really, really, really want to, like, get... I almost want to try to pre-order it, honestly. Like, I yeah. want that fucking game. I feel that. I, uh... Yeah. 
The only thing I want right now is all music or studio related. All of it. That's I just, fair. I just think, like, what game do I want? An audio interface? <laughs> <laughs> what game do I want? An amp head for the fucking cab we have over there? Hmm. That's not a game. A new computer? No. Yeah. That's also not a game. <laughs> yeah. I was, that was my next one. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, if I just get the iPad and keyboard, <laughs> I'll, I'll be set. Like, legitimately attach it to the audio interface that I don't have yet. But we will. Yeah. Uh, I fully plan on spending a bunch of my taxes on studio stuff. Not like a bunch of my taxes, because I need to finish my son's floor and finish the walls. But, um... But some. But some of some of my taxes are going to go to an audio interface and, and the tablet, for sure. Because, yeah. I, we just need a better computer, as we've talked about all of our lost media. Yeah. Yeah, we, we honestly have so much. We have at least 20 lost episodes. Just you know what we need to add to the list? I know this is probably boring content for the listeners, but uh, we should get a, uh, a separate uh, hard drive, like an external hard drive. Oh, so yeah. So we can just back things up to that as well. We sh- we should absolutely do that. That will that will be a that will be a backup thing. We can get but like I, a... I do already pay for iCloud Drive, which is one of the reasons I want that. It will be a cloud storage, so I would still like to get the hard storage, but we will have them backed up. Yeah. In another way. Well, have multiple backups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, I still want to get the hard yeah. storage for sure. Get but, like a I think like two terabytes are pretty like decently priced these days. That's so much data. Yeah. So I'm saying we could store a shitload of stuff. <sighs> I don't even know we would fill that for the rest of our lives. We nah. Don't, we th- don't make that much content. Two terabytes would fill up faster than you think. I can't. I, I, I still come when up. We're, when we're going full bore, we're releasing three episodes a week, bro. I, <laughs> I, just, I, come, from, I come from the days of 512 megabyte hard drive or USB sticks. Yeah. yeah. Remember those? Remember when those uh-huh. were $30? Yeah, I do. And now two terabyte is probably what seventy or eighty bucks. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Five hundred and twelve megabytes was huge. <laughs> I remember, like, I still think of that as like a big, a big file, like a big fucking thing. I could fit like two or three CDs on there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say what your sixty or eighty minute CDs or however long yeah. they could be. Was only like what eighty megabytes, I think, yeah, or a hundred, something I, like that. I think there were ninety minute CDs. Ninety minute CDs and eighty megabytes, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and I or, was always pissed because half the albums I like are longer than that. I was like, "How do they do this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But you know, I was able to make some really cool mix CDs. Yeah, absolutely. I had nothing but mix CDs for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. we had a computer and Windows Media Player and a burner. Oh man, that's man. all you needed. God, I had so many CDs, and I was the guy that like people would come to me in school and like, I've got this pile of blank CDs. Will you burn these for me? Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I will. I once had like in like super old school desktop computer that was uh, it, it was I think running like Windows 98 on it or something like that. It was old as fuck. Right. And I, um, a couple of my friends, because we were in A plus at the time, we rebuilt it out of just old parts that the school was going to throw away. 
And so I had like like three gigs of hard drive in there, and I had nothing but songs stored on this computer. <laughs> Thousands of songs. Just like my library of songs was fucking massive. Like everything, like if, if I picked a band, I would just get literally everything they did, and it all just got stored on this one computer that I would just, I had it sitting in my closet, because at the time I had like a, not really a walk-in closet, but it was a closet that I could walk into and fit in, and I made myself a little like cubby in the back, where I had my computer set up, and I would just go in there, and I could just make fucking any type of mix CD you wanted, like I just had fucking everything on Fuck there. yeah. It was so ridiculous. I'd sit in there and just listen to music and play solitaire. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fucking way. Oh, man. That's so good. Yeah, yeah, that was a good, good little computer. I'm sad that I don't have all those songs anymore. This has gotten me thinking. In the days of deluxe CDs... The, the deluxe package for, oh, yeah. for an album. Um, what? This is the hypothetical, by the way. Okay. Yeah. What, I what do you think would be the best like thing to get with a CD? Oh, my favorite thing to get with um, any of the CDs when you get the deluxe stuff is the the little booklet that's got like the candid photos of the band doing shit it's got the little like uh notes like where they were at the time or whatever like maybe a couple of quotes oh, from the yeah, band and those shit are good. old photos like when you get the the Nirvana deluxe and it's got the booklet in the middle yeah. and it's got all just the black and white candid photos and shit of their concerts yeah. and whatnot any like pictures of a set list or yeah. like handwritten notes about a song or like like little doodles doodles yeah. and shit that they draw that is kind of slapped in there it's like yeah. a little scrapbook of the memories of the band yeah. And that is always one of my favorite things that accompanies a CD. That's real good. I I I really appreciate that. That's that is top tier, I think. Um I know I, my favorite release I think I've ever seen done and I wasn't able to get this at the time because I was a broke bitch. But um the Black Dahlia Murder used to do these really cool album release things and they yeah. released like a package of stuff with it. And uh their their one for ritual was so badass. It had like themed incense and sage and like a Ouija board, and, like uh, oh, it, it had a bunch of stuff. One of them had a pipe with it. Damn! Like it was it was sick as fuck. <laughs> the whole setup was sick. It obviously, like came with a t shirt. Yeah. Like, but it was just a whole themed thing. And if you, it's ritual. It's mm-hmm. the ritual. Like it's it's. The whole thing was set up sick. Oh, they also did one for, I think it was the album right after that, or the one af- after that one. <laughs> um, but uh, they did a whole crime scene package. Oh, where wow. Where they had, like, evidence bags and stuff in it, and, like, it was it was just all themed and cool, and, like, it was all, you know, just cool little swag in every evidence bag. That's fucking neat. Like, yeah, they, I loved a big themed package. Mm. I think that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see how that would be fucking... Yeah, you just yeah. get, like, a bunch of cool, like, little knickknacks and merch and shit. Yeah, and, uh, you know, none of it's, like, real expensive or, like, 
particularly like valuable, but like, yeah, it's just cool. Yeah, it's just it's all cool stuff that's related to the album, and like mm-hmm. if, if it means a lot to you, it means a lot to you, kind of thing. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. It's really cool. Like I actually have the Black Dog Murders full mall 3D sunglasses I got in a, a it was a CD DVD of their live tour, and. If you happen to know that or watch that live tour, that was the year I saw them, and I saw them between the two segments of the filming of that live tour. <laughs> Damn. Because they filmed the Warp Tour from that year, then they toured a little bit more in America, and then they filmed the European tour for that year. Yeah. And we, I saw them in that little bit of touring after Warp Tour, but before they went to Europe. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back to so since since we've wrapped back around to to concerts and thereby oh, yeah uh, wrapped around to our before mic talk of of festivals <laughs> um, I Festivus. I have always wanted to go to Download Fest Download Fest is a, a European festival that happens I think it's usually like three to five days and it is massive like like tens of thousands maybe uh, like a hundred thousand people god damn like i uh had a lamb of god or my friend actually had a lamb of god uh live album dvd a couple of them and one of them was them playing the download festival and this the stage and then literally an ocean of people and the crowd is so big that they have these towers in the middle that are just giant speaker towers. They're like 20, 25 foot tall speaker towers in the middle of the crowd because yeah. there's so many people that that you wouldn't be able to hear the band. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. I have zero interest in going to anything like that unless I'm on the stage. I I, I never ever like I want to take my partner to the festivals that she wants to go to. She's very excited about a festival this summer. I don't remember if that was on mic or not. But uh, I'm excited to take her because she wants to go. I have zero interest in a festival. I wouldn't even want to go to the Punk and Droplic Festival. Like, I would go for the experience, but, like, actually wanting to go for the festival? No. No Mm -hmm. interest in being in that crowd of people. No interest in being in any crowd of people that large. Never. I saw a thing. NoFX is planning just a couple more shows. They're going to stick them like, in California. They're not going to leave California, but right. they're planning a couple more shows before they officially retire. Cool. So we, we still have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would be fucking rad. But, like, yeah, just as far as festivals go, I don't have any interest in just crowds like that. I don't have any interest in small crowds like a crowded Walmart. <laughs> I don't have interest in any sort of crowd. Like, I will go to a... Like, a concert is almost too crowded for me. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just to go to somebody I really like in this one band. And, you know, like, three or four for, a, you know, opening and stuff. But, like, the point is we're all going to see, like, the, the headliner. Yeah. And, like... Unless, unless you are going to, like, a bigger festival. Like, when I went to Uproar, and then, like, oh, like, all of the last six bands are good... Or what? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, uh, like I'm just saying, like, at a regular show, even when it's all like a single-minded purpose, as opposed to like a festival where there's many different kinds of people going for different bands and different reasons. Yeah. Whereas, like, like the Dahlia Mur- the Dahlia show I went to was like, those were all metalheads. Mm-hmm. The nine, like, ninety percent of them had a black vest with studs. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was. There was a single-minded crowd there, and we all wanted the the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. and that that was that was good. 
when Dahlia played, it was amazing, and then I wanted to leave. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. That's I don't I don't like being in crowds. <laughs> I would love to play to crowds. Don't really want to be in crowds. I'll do private meet and greets. I, if, I, if I could pay for private meet and greets at every concert, I would. <laughs> but I don't want to hang out in a crowd, and I don't want to go to a fan signing because it's just a line of people who are all loud. Fair, I guess. <laughs> I just don't like people very much is, is, is the bottom line, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like entertaining people, and I like knowing people are happy, but I don't really want to be around them. That's fair. I, I, I love knowing people are happy. I love making people happy. But I want you to smile and go away most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be offensive. I just didn't have enough friends growing up, so I grew accustomed to being alone. Yeah. That will happen. Yeah. So, yeah. I get all my social time with you. <laughs> it's good. Well, that's good. Yeah. In work, I have to be social at work. Yeah, that's kind of forced social. Yeah, it's not really the same thing. I almost said forced socialism, and I was like, that's not right. That's also not not, really the same thing. Not what I was trying to say. All right, well, uh, got any thoughts about... Bands? Bands? Or Idaho Republican Representative Heather Scott and her fear of cannibalism? Or Aussie and Easy. Or Aussie and Easy. Aussie Easy. <laughs> Come on, that's real fun. That's Say it. Aussie Easy. It's, it's fun. That's real good. Aussie Easy. Oh. The Aussie Easy controversy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get a hold of us at TrinitralPod <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget the other channels. True Neutral Asks is up and running. True Neutral Presents Bad Movies is up. It is up. It is up. I don't know if Jason X is up. No, I don't think it is. It won't finalize the audio for whatever reason, but yeah. we did record an episode for Jason X. If I can figure out what's wrong with the audio, I'll put it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've tried three times now. True Neutral True Crime channel is there, and uh, there will be more channels in the future. Also, we have a TikTok. Yep. And an Instagram. And a threads. Yes. True Neutral Studio, you'll you'll find us. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye.